Blog Talk Radio. Hello? Hello?
we're going to talk about what measures success and status in the black community. In the black community, it seems you must be flashy in order for your words to carry weight. I'm not talking about speed or agility. I'm talking about the latest clothes, flashy cars, and women. You have to look like you have money or you're just blowing smoke or hot air, wasting your time. So why do we use trinkets to measure success or status? Let's talk about this. It really doesn't make sense. Hello? Caller? Hello? Hello? Good evening. Good evening. So we're talking about what measures success? Yes. I would say it's different for each person. I mean, you know, when you when you really think about it, I think success is um, a personal accomplishment. So people use different measures. So if you want to talk about um, me looking at you and the car you're driving and I assume you're successful, then that's uh, a little bit different from what you yourself would deem as as success. You see what I'm saying? I do. So if we're talking about success from a um, a watcher's perspective, like I'm watching you, and so I assume that what I see defines your success, when we're talking about success from um, from within, what Hello? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Uh, now I can. Okay. Well, well, if you're going to, let's say, talk to somebody about a lifestyle change, and you're saying, look, this isn't... This isn't the way to go, not long term. Let me give you another outlet. Let me give you another way of generating revenue. But yet, it's it's proven. You live it. You show it. But your words doesn't carry weight because you're not in this, this new flashy car with the big jewelry on and latest clothes. Make sense? I we had lost connection or something, so I didn't hear the first part of your comment. What I'm Hello? saying is, what I'm saying is, when it comes to the community, if you try to convince someone that the direction they're going isn't going to pan out well. I got you. I got you. If you're not driving the latest cars or or, or the flash, your words don't amount to anything. You don't get anywhere. And I just want to know why is that? 
because some some people measure success by what they see and um tangible. You know, not many people know that success can also be the intangible. Um and so <laughs> oftentimes, you know, we we talk about uh, people, you know, white people um, make their money and drive the same car they had in college or, you know, drive the, the first car they ever bought. They don't upgrade and get the latest and greatest. They put their money in investments and, you know, in their home. And um, so, you know, in to look at, you know, uh, someone driving through in an 89 Toyota Corolla, you automatically assume that they're broke um, because you're looking at what they're driving. So people don't understand that in order to have longevity, you have to put your money into, you know, stocks and investments and different things like that so that you could actually get to a point of retirement. Um, I think we talked about that a little bit in in an earlier um, call where, you know, making our money work for us. People don't understand that level of of success. And that makes perfectly good sense. Perfectly good sense. I just know when when it comes to... I guess it starts with with education initially. It, it starts with, you know, you realizing that the things that you want nine times out of ten is a liability. It depreciates. It's a debt. The things that you that you need, house, you know, those are things that, that appreciate that you make money off of. So although I'm riding around in this uh, 98 or 88 Honda Accord or Toyota Corolla, I'm comfortable at home, at my house. I don't have, you know, a 745 living in the projects. So you know could it mean? be that that could it be that um the conditions in, in which some some black people are brought up you know you think about the lower poverty areas and the um, the hood and the projects and stuff like that could it be that black people um we measure success by the tangible items because we don't know any different. We look at where we are and where we come from and you know, no, we don't have the best house. We live in the projects all four of us sleep in the same doggone room and we still ain't got no money in the bank. So could it could it be that we correlate money to or success to money and tangible items because you know of our conditions? For sure, but the thing is, if I'm coming to you and I'm trying to tell, I'm telling you a better way. I'm, sh- I'm showing you a better way. 
but because I'm not on television or or what have you, you know, with the fancy stuff, trinkets, uh, we even listen to him. That doesn't make sense. No, now, okay. go ahead. Yeah, I'm definitely saying that uh, from a mature standpoint versus when I was young, because everybody aspired to have Mommy, nice things, and you know, you go to a big house, it's like, man, you're rich, you know, or you see somebody pull up in a a Mercedes back in those days, it was like. Who is that? You know what I mean? He must be some type of star, you know? Right. So let me just, when you're trying to help someone better their situation or tell them, be like, look, you know, uh, doing it this way isn't going to work out. You know, yeah, you're going to get fast money. You're going to be able to get the things you want now. But you're not going to be able to do X, Y, and Z later on. When you're trying to help someone along, um, it, it's not only that they they look at, you know, well, you know, I'm driving this and you ain't driving nothing. Well, how do you, your approach, I guess, to them, you would have to be able to tell them, part of your story and what you went through because, for instance, like me, you know, okay, if you ain't ever had children, you can't tell me how to be a mom. Or if you've never been pregnant, you can't tell me what I should and shouldn't do during my pregnancy. You see what I'm saying? So in order for you to be able to help me understand what I'm going through and help me change my situation, you had to have experienced it and you can't be afraid to share that with me especially if you're trying to help me or if you haven't experienced it someone else that you know that has experienced you need to be able to to share their story or at least um, have them share their story because people relate to you know those who's been through what they're going through okay dig it I just think that and, that, and that makes perfectly good sense. Okay, let me say that. Let me start with there. When I when I come to you, and I'm coming to you in my '98 Corolla, I'm I'm, I'm on this on this level. Now, if I pull up in the latest car, let's say Maserati. First thing you're gonna, you know, you think you're better than us, or, you know, hey man, what you selling? You know what I mean? Like, how you get this type deal? Like, we can't get it the right way, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's um, well. It's, I think that's a combination of things. It's a combination of um, one immaturity and uh two lack of education three just being a product of your environment um and four what we talked about last week or the week before last is a lack of exposure you know when you grow up in one place 
typically people who grew up in one place never leave that place. They don't travel. They haven't traveled out of state. They probably go from one city to another that, you know, close to where they are or one county to another. Um, But they don't expand their horizons and get out and experience different things to be able to understand that you can get um, this without that. You know, um, you can, you, some people don't know you can go and buy a car with horrible credit. Your payments will be sky high, but it's possible. So they, some people, um, because of their lack of exposure and lack of education and their environment and um, stuff like that, they, they put what some would refer to, they've hit their glass ceiling. Um, they have no more expanding. They have no more growth. And in order, I don't know, I guess that would be the conversation. How do you, you know, how do you have a conversation or how do you help someone expand their knowledge base in order to help them make what would be a life-altering or life-changing decision? Oh, well, that's, that's that's a very good question. I think that it's, it'll be easier <laughs> to just just nuke that plan and go in another direction because <laughs> oftentimes people want to see, like we're visual learners, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I got to see that it worked for you. Now, mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm, if you're not coming in that, that Bentley or or what have you, then it ain't working. How you gonna tell me you ain't got nothing to show that it worked? Well, well, not everybody wants to drive a Bentley though, right? Well, I don't want my bank account statement in my pocket. You know, you can. You said anybody can get a Bentley. Well, I said anybody can get a car. Didn't specifically say a Bentley, but. Right. So, I mean, I guess this, the thing is, is you have to, the biggest thing about trying to relate to someone or trying to get them, get them to take a different path to um, what we would say prosperity or a path to what we would consider success, you have to understand where they are and what they're going through and what they've been through. Some people stay stuck in their past because of their past. They don't understand how to move forward. They don't understand that leaving those demons or that baggage behind can take you to a place of success. Even if you don't get the latest ride or the latest clothes or anything like that, um, freeing up headspace and freeing up just internal space, you know, um, like Pastor said the other week, coming into who they really are can help them be successful. So I guess that the challenge would be trying to get people, you know, to understand that, look, you know, not everything is about the latest and greatest ride and stuff like that because they come with insurance payments. And you have to be able to have enough insurance mm-hmm. to cover your vehicle. And then, you know, God forbid you hit someone, you actually have to be have insurance in, in the event that somebody sues you because they assume you have money. 
and you don't. You just have that nice car. And, you just have that nice you know, car. And you underinsured. And now if you hit somebody and they, they take legal action against you, you're going to lose that because you can't afford you know, you, you got the car, but you can't afford to keep the right level of insurance on the car. You know what I'm saying? So people, I think that it it, it, it would be, um, you know, you would have to honestly just, just kind of listen to, to where they are and how they got there and, and to see if, you know, they're willing to step out on this thing called faith because that's what it's all about. Faith doesn't give you anything right now. It's about believing and trusting in God and making this move so that he can set you up with a blessing. That may, so you may, may even have, get a Bentley out of it. You may even get a Bentley out of it. You know what I'm saying? But um, it, And it's important to know that, look, you know what? I can come to you and I can talk to you like this and I can drive my Corolla because I don't put my Bentley on the road. Only the only time I drive my Bentley or my driver drives me in my Bentley is for special occasions. Like that, you know, that car it's too it's too expensive for me to drive down here. Shoot, a rock hit the door or, or break, you know, your rearview mirror. You're looking at a couple thousand dollars to get that fit. See what I'm saying? So you know, you just have to be able to to tell them, look, I drive this because I want to. It's easy on gas, you know, everything else it may be. And I and I agree with that. You know, it's a matter of doing things out of that you want to do. When you reach a certain status, you do things that you want to do versus what you have to do. You know, when you right. don't have it, you've got to drive that, that, that Corolla, you know. But I bet you you have the windows down on air condition blowing and the seat back riding like it's a Bentley, you know. So I guess the answer to that question is it's, it's conditioning. It, it's, it's conditioning. It goes back to exposure. And conditioning. Conditioning, definitely. And you have to honestly just, you know, like, choices, right? It's about choices. And, but, but success, you know, everybody, again, it's success. Success for you could be something totally different for me. Okay. But what people need to understand is that success is not measured by the tangibles. Real, in my mind, this is just my opinion, um, I think true success is measured by the intangibles. It's measured by um, a multitude of things, the level of internal peace that you have with being whoever you are and how you got there. It's um, the level of joy that you have. It's, um, gosh, it's, you know, when you look at your family, success could be the mere fact that you were able to bring children into this world when the doctor said that you couldn't. You know what I'm saying? So success could be, can be, and is different for everyone. 
But for me personally, I think that the greatest level of success is the unseen. Um, because when I walk out here and I'm in sweatpants and kids with my hair pulled back, um, you know, you may look at me and think that, man, you know, she always in sweatpants. She ain't got this, that, and the third. But the the fact of the matter is, is that I'm at 100%, 100% peace with who I am and where I am in life. And I believe that I am successful, you know, whether you see it or not, that doesn't matter to me. My success is measured by what I think it is and what I think I've achieved um, based on, you know, what I've been through and where I'm going. Big job. Now, that's, now that right there is is a great point that you made, you know, what I've made it through can indeed tell you your your level of success. If you haven't gone through anything, you know, of course, you're not going to see anything as successful. You know what I mean? Because this is what you, this is normal. You're just uh, floating. But if you struggle and you overcome that, and now you sleep well at night knowing that everybody's healthy and everybody's safe and everybody's full. Uh, you may see that as I've done my part. I'm successful in that Absolutely. regard. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to stop, you know, striving for the next level for excellence. Right. And Mark, you just made a really good point. Success has come in many different levels, you know, um, you know, would you achieve this level one of success? Success will definitely be um, different than what you achieve in your third and fourth level of success. You know, once you've been through, you know, it's, it's one of these things. You've been homeless, you know, and you are able to, God has blessed you with the ability to rent a room. Okay, that is somewhat success for you. You know, your next level mm-hmm. of success will be, you know, obtaining employment where some people may think that McDonald's is, you know, like for for people on a low lowest lowest or lower part of the food chain, that is success for you because you haven't been able to be employed since you, you know, come home from the Vietnam War because you're PTSD. You know what I'm saying? So that's a level of success. So each step that you take, um, is going to be a level of success, and it gets. I think that more steps you take, um, your success gets greater, and I would say sort of intensifies. You know, but it's like you said, it's what helps you sleep at night. It's what is success is is when you go to bed at night, um, having a level of peace that you have reached or achieved. Um, a goal that you set at some point in life. I agree. I agree. So, let's do this. How can we kind of change the, change the narrative, I guess, if you will, me, I blame every single thing on television. Everything. 
everything on television and social media because it seems as though it tell it has you thinking like if well can't believe him because you know well I believe I believe him because he have this well he ain't on that he ain't showing this so I don't believe him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that I, I think that that's that's the form of that's that's one of the the tools or methods of conditioning and slash programming. True, but then look at this: if if social media is to blame, social media and TV is to blame for everything. Then then why don't you think that way? You see what I'm saying? We all have the same access. Um, that everyone else has. So for those folks who are conditioned into thinking that success is measured by what you get or what you drive or how you look, um, what's to say for you, you know, you have the same access that they do. How come success isn't, you know, it's not like that for you. See what I'm saying? So if it, if TV and social media are the blame for, I think that I can see. I can I can see you. I can see and see why you say that, and I can somewhat agree. Um, but I, I gotta be the devil's advocate here and say that we as individuals are also the blame because we control what we watch. We control what we read. We have a choice to turn on the TV and watch, you know, and believe. Not only that, you know, again, we talk about exposure. Um, let's be smart enough to say, you know what, okay, so they said this. Let me do a little bit of research because I don't quite believe that's true. You know, why do we always have to believe everything that's put on social media or everything that's put on the TV? That's a very Where's our accountability? That's a very good question. Very good question. Why is that I our mean, point of reference? Right. I get that, you know, it's cool for me to walk around with my pants hanging down below my ass and, and try and go and get a job and then think that they don't want to hire me because I'm black, because that's what I've seen on TV. Where's my accountability? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's holding me accountable Say, look, man, you know, you, you're going to get a job today. Here, let me help you fix your tie. You can't go in there looking like that because, you know, this is a place of business. Now, I mean, I understand the job you're going for allows you to wear jeans and shoes, but you need to pull them up a little bit, put a belt on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's holding these folks accountable for their lack of education. And they're allowing, or we sit back and we look at each other and say, oh, you read that off social media? We don't challenge what they read. We don't direct them to another point of reference to say, look, you know, that's some misinformation. Let me let me show you what, you know, here's what really happened. Here's what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? We believe that um, whatever somebody said, Donald Trump signed into law, we believe what they said instead of going to the point of reference and reading the entire document for itself. Like, 
even with the, you know, take it back to when President Obama was in office with the Affordable Care Act, everybody calling it, you know, Obama, but it it wasn't. It, the, it was the Affordable Care Act, and people had access to the full document. Um, you see what I'm saying? So right. nobody's holding us accountable to get the right information for ourselves and understand it and then change how we, you know, how we move based on that corrected information. I agree with that. I agree. Miseducation seems like it goes so much further than than the truth. But then we also are held accountable for lack of education. You know what I mean? But we, we don't want to go beyond our devices, you know. Devices being uh, cell phones or, or social media or whatever network we're using to get information from. Like I remember there was a time where, you know, we had to go to the library for things. You know what I mean? Like legit go check out books or sit there and study until the library closed for this paper or project or what have you. No more. Everything is right online, and you don't even question the sources. No, you don't. But you know, and then even the thing, the same thing, the thing about it is, you went to the library and you used what you use for your research. You used newspapers. You used encyclopedias. You used books that were written by actual authors. Not you didn't read your favorite author. You read one author's point of view and another, so that you had enough information to make what they would call an informed opinion so that you could write your research. See, nowadays, what we do is <laughs> somebody tell us that KFC giving away free chicken. We go online and we look we posted it. KFC giving away free chicken. We post it, and then we go to KFC show our ass when they say, no, that's not true. But guess what? We didn't think that we could call. We didn't think that, you know, KFC would pick up the phone and actually validate or verify the information. We stopped because we simply didn't want to pay for anything. We wanted to go and get the free meal, so we found the, the information that we needed, and we were on the way. You know, it's like you read something, find what you're looking for, and you're done. You don't, you don't try to keep going, you know, to to find anything that refutes what you've already read, even if it's not true. Or you're not, like you said, to your point, you're not digging deeper to see the truth. They say they give away free chicken if you put the purchase of whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're not seeing that part. I had a young man come to me today. He says, hey, I just stopped by to see what's going on. How are you? You know, I'm, I have a, a job function or business meeting to go to, and I look at him up and down, hair nappy, shirt until tie loose and jeans wrinkled, and I'm like, you going like that? And so I'm like, what does this mean about, you know? And he 
fumbling over the words, couldn't articulate what it is that he's selling or buying or what have you. And I'm like, okay, so what? what is this for? And he told me. And so my guy, who was also in finance at the time, and he was asking him questions that he couldn't tell. So after he left, I gave him some, but he had a, a, a rebuttal for everything I say, so I just left it alone. But I say all of it, say, when it comes to information or misinformation, we oftentimes look at the person who's giving the information without, we're looking at it from a, with a different eye. So I'm going to believe it or I'm not going to believe it because of the way you look. Make sense? Or the way you sound. This kid, I've known forever, but the way that he was selling his situation, I wouldn't have bought anything from him. You don't look the part. You don't dress the part. And you don't wish even better yourself. So what we're we're doing, social media is removing humanity from every situation. You know what I mean? Like, there's people don't know how to dress for business meeting. They don't know how to communicate face to face. But I bet you he can text like hell. I bet you he can hashtag and post like nobody's business. But you have a, compliment, a conversation with two men who look like you. You can't do. Oh, I definitely 100 percent agree with that. You know, and it's. Again, they the reason why he's not listening to you is because he uh, he's only used to seeing people who look like you with their hands behind their back getting in the police car. So, you know what I'm saying? Because of social media and TV, here again, we have choices. See, my thing is this: as you know, one as as a woman, um, black woman. And two, as a wife of a black man and a mother of black boys, we grew up in an era where you had to look people in the eye. You had to go in and get job applications. You had to go in and ask for them first. And then you had to go in and take the application back. And then you had to wait on a phone call. And so for all those three events, that you actually had to physically go in and pick it up, take it back, and an interview, if you were if you were lucky enough to get called, you had to dress the part. It wasn't going in, looking any kind of way, getting an application, because the same person that gave you the application may be the same person that take it back, may also be the same person that may or may not call you for an interview. So you don't have three chances to make a first impression. You have one chance to make that first impression, and that is as far as it goes. The unfortunate part is while a lot of our generation grew up understanding that, they're not teaching that to their children because they are becoming a part of this social media non-human contact frenzy. But, uh, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not a preacher by any means, and I do not, 
you know, I don't, I can't quote scriptures, but I do believe that the Bible has said at some point in in some reference what goes, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. So at some point, um, and then history does repeat itself. That's not from the Bible, but that, you know. So I'm, I say that to say at some point for the people who are in our generation and in before our generation, you know, so you need to be teaching your children that, look, you know, this ain't going to last forever. There's going to be one day that the, that the whole system is going to crash and you're going to have to go back and look at an encyclopedia and read for yourself what um, what an orange is or, you know what I'm saying? They're not teaching right. that because they think it's no longer needed. While we, we do need to evolve we still need to understand how to function as a human. I agree, one hundred percent. We do. We now. I'm. I'm. I'm an advocate for utilizing your resources. But check. Check your 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 sources. Don't just take it because you saw it on online or what have you because you don't know who put it there. You don't know the the intent behind it. It can have very malicious intention. You know what I mean? So for you to just take it at face value, you do yourself a disservice. A great disservice. And I think that's where, where my frustration kinda kind of come from? Do you research? What uh, reading, the guy reading Rainbow said, you don't got to take my word for it. You know, see for yourself. But we don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore because nobody challenging us to do that anymore. I don't know if there was an article I read or if there was something I was watching where it talked about there's no more inventors. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody invents anything. So like all that brain, you know, work and it we're we're losing it because there's nothing new and adventurous being developed, you know, other than, you know, the use of technology, you know, okay, so we got another social media app, we go from Facebook to Instagram, or, you know what I'm saying, like, what could he do? Is that a scientific word, what could he do? No, that's not scientific, I'm just saying, that's my word. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Like, how excited are we supposed to be that we got a new, you know, a new way to interact with people on the phone? A new, phone. A new Just, hindrance. By the way, that you've never, that you, that you've never met. Some of them you never met, and you, you befriend one, and their friend see you, and their friend want to be your friend, and their friend's friend want to be your friend. You're like, okay, fine. So you, you got a thousand social media friends, but you can't walk in your school. And look in your teacher's face and say, Hi, I'm Monica. Glad to be in your class. You want to send her a text. 
you want to find her on Facebook or you want to find her on Instagram so you can communicate with her through that. But, you know, and, and the unfortunate part is even, even our teachers are doing the same thing. So, you know, to bring this thing back kind of full circle is how do you talk to someone about success when they understand success to be tangible? Well, you got to say it in the school. Not like school literally, but you got to educate them. You know, that, that's an opportunity. You got to say, look, man, you know, I'm saying you're looking at what I'm driving, but that don't determine what, what success is. You know, and even if, you know what, even if you got to take out your bank statement or, you know, say Google my address. Pull it up online. Pull my bank statement up online. Put it in my hand. You know, so even if you do have to do that every once in a while, just to show them, like, look, I know I'm talking to you, but I can't because I've been with you before. You know, and I've I've succeeded. I've, you know, I've I've moving up. You know, not knowing if somebody's gonna come in my house and get my stuff. And but now I wake up knowing that nobody is coming in my house taking my stuff. You see what I'm saying? Like you. Every once in a while, you may have to prove to somebody exactly, you you know, that you are who you say you are or, or what you say you are or what level of success you've achieved. You may have to just show them. So now, are you rocking with me because you see now who I am or are you rocking with me based on the knowledge that I, that I have? It's not about you're not looking for them to rock with you. You're not looking for them. You know you're not. Looking what I'm for saying, them. I'm talking about listening to what I'm saying. I don't mean you know become friends. I'm saying now right. you want to sit down and, and and have a conversation with me because of what you've seen. Would it matter if they're listening and they're all in and they're learning and they're taking away and, and they're implementing what you're teaching? Would it matter why? Well, I guess it don't. I guess it. I guess it don't. I'm. I'm going to let me say no. It, it. It doesn't matter. As long as you get your point across. As long as you get to as as you get the level Absolutely. you're trying to get to. You're right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because it's about helping them understand that first and foremost, you know, like. If all of this is for money to make the world go round, we'd be in a better place than we are right now. It doesn't take money to take my skills to I mean the travel that actually is to take all money. You know, and if it's this money, I probably go on the limit and say shit, the dope dealers would be way better off than the average because they got money. They, they may not have a whole lot of, you know, anything legal, but you know what I'm saying? So you these people that, you know, you have to sit down with about success, you know, if it was, if it was all about, if success was all about money, it'd be, I mean, they have a lot more. It's not. 
That's just about making it, making it emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, surviving and dodging bullets, bullets, you know, figuratively and You know, you have to be able to do all of it in order to be successful. You know, some of the, you know, who knows, success, Jeff Bezos, isn't that the, the Amazon guy? Okay. He, you know, some may look at him as the most successful man in the world. Like, he, you know, like, man, he got it. He good. But don't nobody know if he lay down at night with a smile on his face or, you know, just emptiness? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really want to look at it, like, we may think or someone may think he's successful simply because he has Amazon and he, he made it. But what is it for him? Like, what is success truly for him? Well, he, he may have to sit back and look at all that he's lost along the way. Right. Go on, because I'm sure it's a fallen soldier. Right. You see what I'm saying? So we got to get to a place where we stop judging them by the color. And, you know, you gotta, sometimes you, you just kind of got to understand that Diamonds are originally black, aren't they? When they come out before, uh, yeah. When they when, yeah. when they first when they come out, they're originally black, but then they go through this process to mm-hmm. clean them up and crystallize them and make them bling, so to speak. So you know, if you're judging the book by its cover, you'll walk right over it what is actually a real natural diamond versus one that someone goes goes and buys a stone. Right. You wanna look at you know, you wanna look at it after it's all shiny and cleaned up and pretty and after it got that pretty little price tag. But you know, you don't want to hear the story behind you know, people losing their lives for these. You know what I'm saying? Right, absolutely. So absolutely. You gotta start, you know, they have people have to get to a point where they understand that you know, not everything is, is as it appears to be. Man who's driving that Bentley with Mercedes or BMW probably living in Or the one who's driving it may be the driver and not the owner. And not the owner. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. You can roll through there with a Bentley. Why? Because you know somebody in my car lot. So, and just because I'm driving, but, you know, you want to talk to me or you want to think I'm successful because I'm driving it. And, um, mean nothing to me. You see what I'm saying? So, it's just, it's just one of those things where, Read the book first. Look at the pictures last. Read the book first and look at the pictures last. Okay. 
Because if it's a good book, it's worth going back through. So you go back and then you pay attention for the pictures. And you look at if you pictures. must. Yeah, I mean, it's a matter to you. Hmm. Like I said, that makes, that makes perfectly good sense. You know, we do judge the book by its cover, you know, and I remember when I was young, I would see people walking around with, you know, phones in their pocket. And it's like, you know, you flash it, but that's like all the money you have to your name. You know what I mean? So if something happened to you, you get robbed or something, and now you're you're in a bond. But that's all the money you have, and you're walking around with it. God once told me, I told him, you know, we was talking, and you know, I got this. And he said, man, if you know how much money you got, you ain't got no money. And it didn't really dawn on me, you know what I mean, what he was telling me. I'm sitting here like, I got money, you know, this is how much I got. He was like, yeah, you ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. When that hit me, I was like, like, damn, you know, damn. So I, I, now I look at all these people talking about how much they made and then Forbes and, and all this. It's like, if you know how much money you got, you don't even got no money. But they don't talk about how much money they have. They talk about how much they made. They don't talk about their net, their worth. I mean, I'm sorry, how much they have. It's about how much they're worth. And that's the or difference. How much you right, right. That's the difference, how much you're worth versus how much you have. If you got money, you destroy the community, you probably not worth worth a crap. But if you are building up the community, you may not have but a couple dollars in your pocket. Your worth is a lot more to people than it is. Hold your thought. We have a new caller, 5289. Hello. Tampa, Florida in the building. Tampa, Florida in the building. Welcome, Tampa, Florida. How goes it? All right. How y'all doing tonight? You're doing real good. You're doing real good. good. We're talking about this, this, this status thing, man. You know, why we, what measures success and status in the black community? Oftentimes, it seems as though, as the minister said, we judge the book by, by the cover. We don't yeah. want to listen to what somebody has to say until we see the flash. Uh-huh. And, and, and it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, so so let's talk about that. What's your what's your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that. Well, I can, we kind of touched on a little bit uh, the other night. Um, what is this? What what is? How is success measured? What what is success? What's the definition of success? Well. The minister just gave a good a good idea. If you want to run that by what you were saying, you know, success, you know, you can sleep at night and all that good stuff. Um, well, like obviously success is measured for it's it's different for each individual. Um, for for me and my 
just my personal opinion. I, I look at success as being um, anything that you've achieved, you know, come through um, what you or you survived whatever you've been through, such as you know a homeless person actually, you know, being um, in a position to be able to rent a room. You know, so somebody who owns a house, they may not that may not look successful for him and what he's going gone through um, and what he's had to survive just to be able to rent that room that is a level of success for him. You know, his le- his next level may be something a little bit different, you know, like a job. So for me, success is the intangible, being able to understand that you're not where you used to be um, and you're at peace with that, you know, and um, you're able to go to sleep at night with a level of peace and wake up in the morning with excitement and joy to, you know, cross the next room. So we can say that success is can be personal. Let's let's yeah. let's say that. Okay. Yeah. For me, I believe I I, I love the level of success, knowing that, you know, at night my family sleep well and that I haven't, you know, I didn't take anything from anybody. I haven't hurt anybody. You know, I have spilled back or poured back into the community. So I sleep well at night. But for me to go to try to talk to somebody in the hood and I'm pulling up in my 88 Corolla, they're like, you know, nah, you ain't, you ain't got nothing. How you going to tell me? about having something, and you ain't got nothing, or you don't look like you have anything. So the Mrs. idea like was like, sometimes, sometimes you might have to show the bank account. Say, Google my address. Here go my achievements right here, just to get their mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. I agree. Sometimes, like you say, people, they judge a book by itself, and, you know, sometimes you can be wrong. Sometimes, hell, more often than not, you've been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you yeah. judge it and you, and you, and you miss that blessing. Because you're too mm-hmm. busy looking at the way somebody's cloaked versus who they are. Yeah. Now, Pastor Jess came on the line, and I know he has something about that because if somebody, Jesus came before them and wanted some water and they denied him and dot, dot, dot. Pastor. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I am here, but I have no clue what you guys are even discussing. <laughs> but I'm on now, the line. We're talking about this. We're talking about this success thing. How is it measured? We're talking about why is it that I need to have all these fancy trinkets for y'all to see me as successful or to hear the words that's coming out of my mouth? Wow. You know what? You know what? Before I deal with that side of it. Um, I think on that for a minute, pray on that for a minute, but I can give you um, <laughs> I can give you the other side of it. I I can I, I there's another side of it that, that you said why do we have to uh see all the shiny trinkets, I think you said before somebody will believe us. Um you know, um I guess my question is, why do we have to show our financial success? Success comes in different ways. You know, it's just not, you know, um, 
financially. You know, if I make it through mm-hmm. a trial or a tribulation, if I learn a lesson, if I had to take some scars, you know, if I went through a serious situation and came out the other side with some knowledge or some wisdom, then, you know, I am successful. And I think that, mm-hmm. um, you know, if I can share my success, share my experience, you know, um, then that ought, that ought to be accepted also. But I, I assume what you're asking me is why can't I go back to the hood, as you call it? Well, well when I go back, in order to um, be considered as successful, I got to have some some bling, so to speak. I got to have something on my fingers, on my tires, in my pocket. I got to have something like that. Is that I'm just trying to saying? show you. Yeah, yeah, because I'm trying to show you or tell you that this way, there's a different way. There's a better way. You know what I mean? Like, bro, you don't got to be on this corner. You don't got to still be doing this. You've been doing this right. thing like 20 years now. You don't got nothing to show for it. So I pull up in my 88 Corolla, and you like, shit, you ain't got nothing to show for it either. You know what I mean? But I got you. I, the, the missus was like, you know what? Show them the bank account. Tell them to Google your address. Show them what all mm-hmm. you are part of and do. Because they're judging the book by its cover. Now, I could have had a Bentley or the dude who pulled up in the Bentley. See, that, that may not even be his Bentley. He may be the driver for somebody else. Or he may be <laughs> just taking it and getting it detailed. You know what I mean? But they want to take it flop towards that versus me giving you the real and say, hey, bro, you ain't got to do this. But you know what? So, now, now I, and I always go back. I, I always put us as black people in a bowl. I always do that. I always look at my race first. Okay? Is that just more on the black race? Because the reason why I say that is because you will have and I know experienced it. I see Joe Slow walk by me, got holes in his shoes and everything, and he a millionaire. Yeah. You know, he ain't, he ain't flashing, he ain't nothing. I'm saying, I, I, and I'm saying, I'm saying a, another race. I'm just saying another race. I know I what you mean. We, we got you. Why, 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 why is it that we got to see that? Why we need to see something to get off, to see that to get off of our butt? You know, and I, and I can attest, I've, I did the same thing. I've not seen somebody else, somebody, you know, that came to me and, and I, you know, kind of turned the cheek a little bit and was like, yeah, Joker, you ain't, you know, you ain't, you ain't gonna look too, like you got too much yourself. You know, I, I did it. Raised my hand. But why is it that we need a boost to do that? that you know, to, to get up off our butt to do something. I think, um, part of what we, what we talked about earlier is, you know, part of that comes from our conditions that we grew up in, because, you know, we we grew up in a project, and so you look at, you know, mom and dad, or just mom or whatever, you know, struggling and going to work to, to put groceries in a freezer um, or in a fridge, but then we also see the flip side of that, where um, they're also struggling with the checkbook, so we, we, we know like everything is open for us, you know, we see that, man, we ain't got nothing in the house, we ain't got nothing in the bank. And so when we, as we grew older, we kind of correlate the two. Um, and I don't know, I guess it's kind of by default, but, you know, there again, we kind of correlate the two. That is, is, you know, me being able to get this car 
that's separate. They don't get attachment. And so we see these things, but in actuality, we see that that person was able to go and spend money on this, and we're not. So I think part of it, um, part of it is that. Um, again, we talked about lack of knowledge. We talked about lack of exposure, not knowing any better. Um, and um, so I think it's a combination of, of that, specifically in the black community, because, I mean, it specifically hits, seems like it hits the black community because of our living conditions. But I'm sure that through other communities that experience poverty of any sort um, kind of automatically have those same type of mm-hmm. I know, I know it does. And the thing is, you know, I, I, I know situations where people like are in debt just to say they live in this particular prestige county or or subdivision, and that mm-hmm. blew me away because it's like, are you serious? Like, just to say this, you really will put your family in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You know, like living paycheck to paycheck type deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so it's not only us. Like you got a lot of other cultures out here frightened too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fake it until they make it. <laughs> yeah. But now, so you, how do we? <laughs> go ahead, Pastor, please. No, I just I just got a question. So you what what you just what you just said, basically you're telling me that I'm not really regardless of what I have, I'm not successful until I take it, show it to to you, and then when you say I'm balling, now I know I'm successful. You were telling me that no, I'm not like saying that. that. No, yeah, that's people like that. I'm not saying I'm me personally. You know what? <laughs> Give me the lesson. I don't want your money. You know what I mean, but yeah. if you know if you don't walk up on the block and you be able to, to pull out, you know, pull out a stack of money or you got the big jewelry on and pulling up in a new car or the, in the new clothes, they're like, yeah, we ain't really rocking. Listen to what you were talking about. Yeah, that happened in the black community. I, that that happens. It does happen in the black community, but then you have to think about, you know, again, it goes back to like, what do they want? Some people who stand on the corner actually want to be there. That's what they want to do. Some people actually believe that they are that good at it and they want to be there. Um, maybe it's because they don't know no better. Maybe it's because they don't have encouragement from anybody else to try something new. But uh-huh. I, I guess you have to think about their state of mind and what they Uh-oh. want to achieve. Maybe somebody, you know, buying a Bentley or a shoe, buying a Mustang, you know, maybe that was what they saw growing up and you always wanted a Mustang, so I got my Mustang. And that's all hmm. they wanted. Some people dreamed it. Uh-oh. Here we go. Back to that word of conditioning. Here we go. Now, you know, that's a heavy word right there. We start conditioning hmm. it and... and that programming, that's that's hell of a deal. So, <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't gone beyond the gates of the project, or beyond, let's say, the streets of Ebor, uh-huh. 
you don't know what it's like to be out in, let's say, New Tampa, where you see Range Rovers and and all this running up and down the streets. You satisfied uh-huh. with just giving you a giving you an old Buick or old Cutlass, put some rims yep. on there, put some music yep. on there, and, and you accept it in the hood. It's all good. Uh-huh. So exposure do come back into play because that can break programming and conditioning. So let me put the script and ask you this question. For that particular person who is happy or satisfied in their own view or the old cutlass or what have you, couldn't that be success for them? It could be, but I don't think it is because you're coming to ask me to borrow ten dollars. You keep coming to ask me to borrow gas money. But see, success for them isn't about that. Success for them may be about getting what they've always wanted and they never had the opportunity to get. And that may be it for them. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like we're talking about this thing, but we unfortunately, we can't look at someone and assume that just because they are on the corner, um, that they haven't achieved any level of success because I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. Prosperity, 
uh, richness, fortune, life of ease, the good life. And then it says a person or thing that achieves desired aim or attain prosperity. Boom. Okay, status okay. is the relative social, professional, or other standing of someone or something. Position of affairs at a particular time, especially in political or commercial context. Status. Okay. So my goal can be to just impress the people in the hood. My goal, yep. my aim, if that's, if that's all I'm trying to do and I'm successful at it, that's, that's success, but that's not true success. You know, in other words, I, I guess I'm looking for something Great. a little deeper. I just <laughs> right, I I like, know, right? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking for something that's, that that can stand, man. If I go there and just show you, hey, look, you can get out and you can get this, but they don't have a way to get out right now. I need to be able to reach them. And I'm, whether I'm driving a Corolla or I'm driving the, you know, I feel like I should be able to to come just the way that I am, come back with my experience, come back with my wisdom, mm-hmm. with my knowledge, you know, and share that. And, you know, because to me, success is no good unless you can share it. You don't have exactly. success unless you have enough for you and for someone else. Mm-hmm. And 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 and, and <laughs> there are a lot of people out there that um, really are faking it. I see it every Sunday morning uh, in the black church. We'll come in, <clears throat> and we're dressed to the nines. We got to have on every piece of gold we got. We got to have a new dress on, new suit on, whatever. But when I go to, quote, unquote, the Caucasian church, they got on a pair of khakis. They got on a, you know, a mm-hmm. shirt, and they're fine. Mm-hmm. But but then when I follow the black folk home, they're in the trailer park. I follow the white folk home. They're in the gated community. So, you know, on Sunday morning it looks like we're successful because we got, you know, the ladies and ladies home. But if we go back home, we have nothing. So again, what is our goal? What is our aim? Or is it we? Okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Or is it we're looking for a status? Mm-hmm. We want you to believe that I'm at a certain status. Not successful, but a certain status. Right. That's what I was saying. I think that it's about the status versus the success. All right, well, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna throw some Jesus at you and see how you handle that. <laughs> that's all. Okay. That's, that's all I got. But look, there was a man by the name of um, Joseph, and what Joseph did was he was dogged out his entire life. Uh, the Bible said his brothers uh, threw him in a hole and they sold him into slavery. This is black folk I'm talking about. And then mm-hmm. they sold him into slavery. Uh, what happened was uh, he was working for this this man, basically a king, and the man's wife wanted to sleep with him. He wouldn't sleep with the woman. She trumped up some charges, and he ended up going to prison. His brother had a rough life, but no matter where they sent him, he would always rise to the top. He was always successful because he didn't quit. He didn't blame anybody. Uh, he kept striving. Well, 
eventually proved a whole lot of things that happened. He interpreted a dream for the king, and the king made him second in command. Now, his same brothers that came back to him, they came back, and there was a famine in the land. They had nothing to eat, and they had to depend on that same guy that they dogged out to feed them. Well, this is what happens. See, right there, you can talk about success or status. The guy had both of them. But even though he had both of them, you know what? As soon as they walked up, they didn't even recognize him. He told them, said, my name is Joseph. I'm your brother. In other words, he didn't allow what he had to change him, but he took what mm-hmm. he had to share it with other folks. And to me, you're not successful until, you know, you get that success, but it's not just tangible. It has to be with a mindset also, you know. And, and I know I don't want to get, get away from um, Webster's uh, definition and all that, but for me personally, if I only have enough for me, I'm not successful. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. If what I have changes me and makes me arrogant, won't let me speak to you, you know, makes me stick my pinky out and all that, I'm not successful. But mm-hmm. when I know what it took to get it along the way, when I know where it came from, when I know why I was given that, then and I'm willing to share it with somebody, then and only then can I really say that I'm successful. And I'm not looking for status. I understand that God created me to be a success so that I can share with other folks. Just like you don't go through anything for just you, you go through it for other folks. You don't become a success for just you. You become a success mm-hmm. for you and others. And, that's, again, that's just my my take now. That doesn't mean, you know, um, you know that you, you can't reach somebody with all the bling and all that. Yes, you can, too. I know a pastor in Louisiana that literally used to drive through the hood with his um, stereo just bumping, you know, just up loud. And the little young kids would come up to him and, you know, want to listen to the radio. And he'd tell them, get in. You know, I'll let you listen to it. And while he had them in there, that gave him a chance to, you know, talk to them about their life and talk to them about life in general and things of that nature. So I can understand how a little bit of status, a little bit of money can can be a hook. But at the end, you gotta have something other than just a hook. You gotta have something to, to you, you know. The bars, to, to, baby. You gotta, d- there you go. Now you're talking. <laughs> now, you're, now you're now you're talking. But so we gotta be careful in the black community because I don't know why that gets us, you know, to thinking we got something just because somebody says, "Man, look at him, man. Oh, you don't you heard about my boy? Man, I, mm-hmm. I'd rather you don't talk about me." Don't talk about mm-hmm. it. But once again, it goes back to conditioning. It goes back okay. to programming. So once you know, once you know who you are, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what anybody else sees. You know, it matters truthfully. Now, for me, it matters what what, what my wife and kids see because. I am their example. I got to show them about hard work. I got to show them, you know, what it is to to provide. That's when I'm able to do that. And only when I'm able to do that is when I feel like I'm, I'm successful at that mission. Does that mean there's not plenty of others? No, I'm, I'm still aiming. I'm still moving. There's things that I got to do. I'm trying to do for, 
outside of my household for the community. But I just I'm just not comfortable with pulling up pulling up in the Bentley with with all this slash just for you to come up and have a conversation with me. That don't make sense to me. I don't need well, that I guess maybe, Well, see, I guess we're saying maybe the same thing because for me, I don't want to be a, a, a public success and a private failure. I, you know, I, I don't oh, want... Absolutely. You know, I don't want the world or the hood or whatever to think, oh, he got it going on, that's the man right there. And... My wife and kids can't tell you the last time I had dinner with them. I, I don't want that. Oh, I don't man. want, you know, to go out here and make the white man think I got it going on, and then when I get to the black community, nobody won't speak to me. I don't want that. I don't want to get up there and get everything and then can't get on this call on Thursday night and really share my heart. I don't want that. Oh, so we, got a lot of public, we got a lot of public uh, successes, but a lot of private failures. I mean, and that's just, right. I mean, that's just the ultimate slap in the face to me, man. I i don't like that. Well, hold that thought. We have a new caller, 7244. Hey, how you brothers doing? How you brothers doing? Good, good. We're doing well. Good night to you all. Uh, hey, this is a, a, a great conversation. And uh, basically, I'm agreeing with the brother. Because I think that's what we've had a lot of. Uh, that's our state of being, and in, 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 you know, in our black community, you may have somebody in the family that's a almighty success, but then you know a lot of other people in the family are, you know, not attached to that same quality of success. Now, mind you, everybody may not want that level of success, but uh, I think it is or should be of importance. That we as black people know how to understand how to perceive exactly what success is. Um, now, current day, we just had Jay Z being one of the few. You ain't never hardly had a black billionaire, male uh, billionaire, but he's one that's shown himself, and his success has been a one. We, I remember the 60 Minutes uh, segment he did, where he's basically telling he came from Marcy Projects and he sold dope. So he, as an individual, was able to come up off the backs of other people by basically, you know, uh, putting other people down or selling uh, or poison to other people in all reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think when we look at that, I think that goes in line with what the brother was just saying. Uh, you know, if you're a success, if you're really successful, I think the people that you are, the place that you come from, from should reflect or, you know, mimic or image that same success uh, where people are utilizing their resources to go back into the community to help clean up, help provide certain opportunities and options that aren't privy to us as a black people. And I think, you know, we will actually be getting somewhere. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Now, my thing is, I don't, Jay-Z, he he rests his level as a billionaire, but what has he done for the black community? So based on what, what everyone has said as far as success, he's attained his personal goal, but if he can't share it or he hasn't shared with anyone else, then what good is it really? 
and that's the same with Oprah. He's not the only one. There's a few more out there. But, I mean, even just giving the, giving the, giving the knowledge, teach us. Don't just hold it for yourself. That's right. Well, I will say and, 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. No, I was just agreeing with the brother that a lot of times it seems like, you know, when they had the crab in the bucket mentality, as soon as one gets out, they want to get out and keep on going rather than, you know, showing the other crabs how to get out or, you know, that's basically what it seems that, you know, was going on. I think part of the problem is, <clears throat> and, and maybe not for everybody, but part of the problem is when we make it, um, is is like we we sort of forget how we made it. You know what I'm saying? Not, I mean, we put it so far in the back of our mind um, that we don't actively look for anyone else to teach. We wait for somebody to say, oh, you know, man, you opened this store here. You know, I'm I'm trying to do that same thing. Or I'm trying to open a restaurant. You know, can you give me some tips? And then you want to share the information, but you don't, but you're not really forthcoming in sharing your story um, because, you know, you, you choose not to share that very, very dark path to yourself. Um, it's kind of like church folk in my mind, you know, church folk. Once they get saved, they 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 write. They they they've never done anything wrong. They they've never you know fornicated and no good. Well, they ain't never been married, but they got their kids. You know what I'm saying? So they they almost forget where they come from, and they don't want to live their truth openly and freely because of for whatever reason. But I think that that's part of the problem when we make it. We don't look back. Preach black Can I ask sure. you guys a question? Can I ask sure. you guys a question? Does, does, does uh-huh. the system that we are finding this success in create the atmosphere for that person that attains success to not look back on that? You know, is is, is that kind of the mindset um, that is basically promoted from 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 the, how you guys feel about I was that? Thinking. I was thinking the same thing, sitting here thinking the same thing in my head. I think it, I think the system does it, 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 it. That happens, you know, but it's 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 a system that that's divided. So the system tells the rich, don't go back over there, don't do this, or we will essentially, you know, stop getting money with you. And then the system is telling is telling the poor, hey. You want to go get this belly because this dude over here got this belly. Go spend all your money and get this belly, and now you know you you ain't really got no assets. You know, shit depreciating. Like so, because this dude now has listened to the system, who's kind of kept him separate from the from the poor community. He's not telling him, look, bro, don't go get that belly. Go get what you can afford and get you a house. Start your business. Pay taxes. Do things the proper way, and you know, with invested in each other and, and spitting knowledge and, and and what have you, so that we can build each other up. So I think that there's a system in place to keep everybody separate, keep the rich separate from the poor, and so on and so forth. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And and then too, I mean, you have to look at. We talked about social media um, and the media. You know, you, you look at people who you know, like take Nipsey Hussle for example. You know, who lived his truth straight up. You know, and and went back and and took care of his community and did positive things in his hood. Um, wasn't afraid to share where he come from. You know, and and how he you know kind of reformed himself or grew. Um, from that lifestyle, a system and media don't encourage success stories like that to say, hey, you know, he, he was a product of his environment before, but he's beat it. So, you know, and then you, you look at different things like that, and, um, you know, the superstars or the rich, it, it keeps them from telling their story because they don't want they don't want anybody to know that they were nice that they woke up and mama was drunk and daddy was out doing a thing and they couldn't feed themselves or they had no food. They don't want anybody to know that. Well, I think that's a lot further think, if you get somebody that can relate to you versus it just being like an isolated situation. And 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 I think that the same the same system that's basically hiring them is the is the one of monopoly. Is the one of capitalism, and is the one of where I got, and you need to come and get what I got, and creating the atmosphere for the ongoing economy, the ever growing growing economy, creating the environment for us to go out and be the one point whatever odd. Uh, trillion dollar spenders You understand And I think that's what they do They have one person that they let make it And they shoot out the message To everybody else like Well you have to get what he has If you want to be cool If you want to be glamorous If you want to be you know up to date You want to have to get the new Mercedes You have to go out and get the new Maybach And this is kind of like The social norm that we get in in in, to, in today's in, in, you know uh, world. So there's a token or a puppet that come back to kind of like enslavers. You know what I mean? Like they right. the slavers. They the one that keep keep the poor in line, essentially, with the plan of keeping them poor and making the rich rich. Right. That's right. That's now now we're getting somewhere. And and if they didn't. Sign on to 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 make this type of move. We probably wouldn't be seeing them at all because we see, like the sister just explained about Nipsey, because he was a millionaire driving Ferraris and also utilizing his resources to help things grow in the community. Guess what? We don't see him now, right? He's gone. Mm-hmm. They talked that his mother talked about an assassination. People talked about a, a hit, things of that nature. You know where you know it was planned to get him out of here because that's not the mentality that somebody is wanting and urging for us, especially as black people. You know to go in and do for yourself, create you know jobs in your community, love each other. It's it's the the the, the, the type of atmosphere that is promoted. It's like I got it. You need to get what I got, and if you don't got it. You know, you're going to be mad at me and we're going to be fighting, bickering back and forth with each other because I got it and you don't have it, you know, type of deal. You know, and it's capitalism, it's monopoly. You know, I have every, everything that everybody is saying, man, is just um, is very powerful. But 
there's something that keeps just ringing around in my heart and in my spirit, and I want to share it because you know the the, the uh, we're 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 talking from the streets to the pulpit, and I'm going to give you the other side. I'm not saying that it's all definitely you know right and everything, but there there's another side of it that you know what you guys are saying is actually biblical. Now, first of all, if I've got success, that's going to require me to change my political affiliation. Going to require me to change the company that I keep and all of that again. Do I really want that success? Because in order for me to stay a member of the country club, you know, I can't keep uh, can't keep hanging out with 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 Pujo and Nut Nut. I can't keep hanging with them. I I got to leave them alone. But this is what the Bible says. You know, Jesus was talking to uh, someone. He told him. He said, "Listen, after you've been converted, after you've been changed, after things happen well for you, he said, go back and strengthen your brother." And so we have an obligation to go back and not necessarily, he didn't say go pick him up and buy him a Maybach. He didn't say go back and tell him, look, brother, you know, uh, once you get a Maybach like me, now you're successful or whatever. He says, strengthen him. In other words, share your knowledge, share your wisdom. Let him know, listen, this is how I made it. This is where I came from. This is what it took. My mama was a hoe. My daddy was a pimp. My brother's in jail. I shot my dog. I've done all kind of things, but this is where I came to me. You know, and that's the kind of stuff right there that, you know, to me, when you tell me your real story, I don't want to know Mm -hmm. that you deposited six figures in the bank. I want to know, you know, how you got there. I want to know how you got what you got. I don't want what you got, but I want you to tell me how you got. I want to know how many cars you had repossessed, how many homes you were foreclosed on. I want to know how many times you stole something. I want to know all of that stuff because this is what I'm dealing with. I'm struggling trying to keep food on the table, and I need to know that you have days like that, and how did you feel, and why did you get? See, when you got a real story, to me, that's success right there. And we don't want, as Monica said earlier, we don't want to tell our real story. We want to sit here and talk about our New Testament, but you forget you had an Old Testament, too. Whenever you didn't have a pot to piss in, or wanted to throw it out, excuse my expression, but I'm getting heated under the collar just what we did. But we we got I'm that, sure about that we we you know we're real with this thing because I don't mind Jay Z getting his, I don't mind any brother getting theirs, you know. And I and I don't mean to sound prejudiced or racist, but you know I, I want to know how you got it. I want you to tell me, and don't tell me where you come from. Let me see you in that place sometime. Don't be afraid to come back and get a watermelon. You know, just dry, dry your Maybach right by and get that watermelon you used to steal and sell. You know, tell me something, mm-hmm. man. Do something for me. Help me out. Don't sit here and do a commercial and expect me to learn from that. Come back, and, as the Bible said, and strengthen your brother. Let your brother know mm-hmm. what's up. You know, you ain't got to give me the fish. Give me a pole. Give me a worm. Give me some water. Tell me what to do. I can figure the rest of mm-hmm. it out. Now, all, now, Pastor, now, I, I'm, I don't want to be that guy, but you also taught me that the, the, the Bible says once I heal you, you go out, once I change you, you go out the other door. Now, yes, sir. That, don't necessarily mean that, that don't necessarily mean that I come back, but I can send the resources back. You dig what I, I mean? I need to, for, I need to for make this situation. sure those resources come back. Right, for this situation now. I can come back mm-hmm. and, 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 in fact, I can bring the whole watermelon truck. You dig? Yeah. I'm going to need y'all to realize that I'm not trying to show off or, 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 or 
gloat about what I have. I'm just simply right. trying to help. I can't change exactly your mentality. Right. Your mentality is what's going to kill me. My intentions are good. My intentions to make sure that everybody got a turkey for for Thanksgiving and and got him for Christmas. Got a bicycle. Got skates and stuff. You dig? So it ain't it ain't that part of the situation. It's the haters who's going to be like, you know what? He think he all that. He think he better than us. Now be mindful. I did try to have a conversation with you so that you don't have to go down this path still, bruh, for 20 years, 20 years don't sell vets, but you decided this is what you want. So now you want to hate because I'm able to come back with the watermelon truck, with the turkeys, with the skates, and with the bikes and balls, and all that good stuff. Yes, sir. And someone said earlier, society is not going to do you any favors. Society dictates some things, requires some things, and they will place a fear inside of you that says, okay, now if you don't take care of what you got, and if you don't stay away from where you come from, you'll fall back into that lifestyle. So avoid it at all costs. And you'll become so afraid until you'll protect what you have instead of using what you have. And the only way God's going to bless it, the only way it's going to multiply, is if you take it and you um, use it to be a blessing. So I'm, I'm like the sister said, you know, too many of us are getting amnesia. We're forgetting where we come from. You know, my kids ask me, Daddy, how you get a good woman? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? I like to tell them I got it going on like that. Daddy just daddy just Mac Daddy. He's just a man. But I had a couple of sisters that took me down through there. I had a couple of sisters that took my pinto and took another dude out while I was driving third working third shift and come back with stains in the back seat. That's how I got a good woman because I had some bad ones. Y'all excuse me. I'm sorry. I ain't supposed to go no, there. That's supposed to be. Talk to that's, that's the other hey, that's side. You know. But I'm telling you, though, that that's what happened. So after I've been burned so many times, I decided I wasn't selling for nothing else, and I decided to do it the right way. And that's how I got a good woman. It wasn't because God just came, brought her down here later in my lap. No, I, I went through the fire and through the flood a few times, and so that let my boys know, okay, guess what? You you might get a few Josephas along the way. That may happen to you. Not, not, not required, but I want you to know that it's not as clean and clear as it looks right now. So we just got to tell our real story, man, and that's the one thing I love about Jesus. He walked over to his disciples, and they were like, this ain't really Jesus. He wasn't crucified. The brother held up his hand. He had nail prints in his hand. He said, put your hand in it. Touch it. It's me. You know, in other words, he wasn't afraid to share his scars. He wasn't afraid to show somebody, yep, even me, they crucified me. And too many of us, we right. don't want to show our scars, man. We try to cover them up. And then you get this. We cover them up with something that's tailor-made to make it look like we got a, you know, this this. This $200,000 glove. No, you're just hiding that piercing that's in your hand. You know? Oh. But anyway. Oh. Listen, man. I Once, once they and them escaped the lion's den, you mean to tell me you think they're going to go back? Listen, bro. I escaped. I, <laughs> hey, man. You can ask my wife. You can ask my folk. I, I slide in and out like a robbery, bro. Like, at night, quiet. Don't nobody know I've been there until I'm gone. Because I don't know if the next time, if the next time I'm going to be unscathed. (laughs) I'm not going back in the den, but I'll stand by it. I'll put a sign up. I'll tell you, don't you go in there. 
I'm telling you, they're real. This is how many is in there. This is what they're looking for. And they pissed off now because they didn't get me, so they're waiting on somebody. Don't go in. they wait on somebody. on the mountaintop. But I'm not going to go back to that. But this is my thing. When we say, now we're sitting here talking about the den, not going back in the den. But that chain has to be broken. I mean, that's yeah. why we are, that's why we're in the predicament we're in now, because nobody want to go back and help nobody. No, you know, I want to go back. I, you don't need me. You need my resources. You don't need me. I can send the resources. I don't got to be the one throwing the, the, the watermelon off the truck. You just want the watermelon. But you don't think because as long as I'm up here, come back and, Go ahead. But my thing, if you if you don't think somebody if if that person seeing you come back and they was like, you know what, this this is a cool dude right here. I know I know for a fact he made it out. I seen him make it out, not who he sent back or somebody that I I can't relate to. But I know this dude right here made it, and I want to be I want to be like him. You know, I want I want to talk to him and see what it took to get out. That's fine. You, you let's have a conversation. However, however, you still know me as the dude that I was when I was there. You don't know me as no, the man they, I am they see now. Your, no, they see your success. They see your success now. They see your success, and then they see they you see my success, down. or they see my trinkets. <laughs> Remember, we just oh. talking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 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 if you're coming back throwing watermelons, I hope you ain't got on no gold chain out there throwing watermelons. <laughs> I was just saying. Big job. Big job. But, no, I mean, I, I would love you come back and, and let's have a conversation, you know, and, and maybe it'll be a better forum. Because as yeah. long as as long as long you're in the streets trying to have a conversation and, and you they see you, who knows? It may be the police that couldn't get you back there, or maybe could the dude that couldn't touch you back there. But I'm not I, willing I'm to go in you. and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, take your best shot." I think I know what the brother's saying. What the brother's saying is, "Listen, we gotta, we gotta break that chain. We gotta kill that that cycle." Okay, I I got him, and I and this would be my advice to him. Okay, I just came up out the den. You seen my uh, success? No. I don't want to go back in there. I'm not going back in there, but I'm going to make sure that you know that it's dangerous. Now, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start a class, Lions Den 101, that's first of all, so that I can educate you on it. But here's the the, the, the uh, other part. One of the things i got to do is do everything I can to keep you out of it because the one thing that keeps cycles going is you have to keep feeding them. So in other words, for instance, with Lions Den, the best way to kill a lion is, you know what? Don't feed him. Don't feed him. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't feed him. And you got to, in other words, I think instead of going in the den to pull people out, you know, do everything you can to keep them from going in there with your experience, with your wisdom. Put a plan in place that says, listen, don't do this. Just you don't want to do this. This is this will cost you your life. You there want. is another way. You know, success. Just because yeah. I got. My Maybach this way by going through the den, you can still get one. Now you will have a den, but you don't have to go through the same one I went through. There's something else yeah. that you may have to okay. go through out there. And, and 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 so I understand what he's saying. You know, we got to kill the cycle because ultimately that's what's destroying 
I'll say everybody, but I'm going to say the black race, is we keep exactly. committing the same crimes. We keep following the same cycles, and that's mm-hmm. we got to be. We, somebody got to break some cycles. We got to. We got to. Yeah. We got to do that. This that Lion Den 101 could be this blog talk radio. For the it could be. The I'm, I'm giving. I'm giving you the game. It could be. But it, all it, I'm it saying well. is, on real. But real talk is is one of we do got to break the cycle. But like I said, and like Pastor told taught me, when Jesus changed the man, he told him to go out. When he healed him, he said, "Go out the back door," because the people ain't gonna believe that you've been changed. So mm-hmm. I when I go, when I come and I'm in my tailored suit with my tie and my pumas on, they still they go see Don Quick who was around here, you know, slinging ecstasy pills with the do rag and, and all this. That's that's not what I want them to see. Now let's sit down and have a conversation, and I can show you how it came from here to here, how it transformed, how it evolved. But how many of them go see, want to see that without sending the Maybach first? They don't want to have that talk without the Maybach. Don't get quiet on me now. <laughs> don't get quiet on me now. Yeah. I see. I see. I can get where you're coming from with that, though. Man. And I see. No, man, you know, we, we 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 all have our own our own lines. Then and and you know we crawled out our own way, had our own battles, had our had success, our own success, our own goals. And like Pastor was saying, you know, you can. I guess you don't you don't have to see them go down the same path you went down. You can give them a shortcut. You know, uh, don't make this turn. Go straight. You know, just so I get that. I get that. that so I, I understand that better now. You don't have to. You know, they don't have, now, have, have to fight the battles that you have to fight. Well, where, how often do you go back to uh, Central Park? Oh man, they just. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, not, okay, okay. But you successful. You can go back and be an example, a living example. Yeah. Yeah, could do that. Could they see you in diapers? Definitely do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But but a real talk, I I think it still go back to conditioning. It still go back to conditioning. You you want to help out. You want to do everything that you can do, you know, but you've been talking to these people for so long and it has gone on deaf ears for the most part. And it's like, damn, like, you know, Lord, did you give me this, 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 this vision or, or give me this charge to speak to the land of the, of the dead? Like what's happening? Because ain't nobody moving. So maybe this ain't the season for me to go back there. It's the time for me to go back. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
Now I know my wife. She 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 over there thinking because she know I ain't going back to Tampa that often. I, I don't care about. I ain't I ain't, I ain't, I ain't doing it. But uh, <laughs> I I know she knows something about me. Oh, pastor. So this is my cousin on the line, man. He he was raised with me, man. So if he says something <laughs> slick, I'm gonna mute his microphone. I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> well, it's the man I need to talk to then. Nah. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. We, no, my my story is there. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't ashamed. My story. All all twelve mug shots right there. <laughs> I ain't ashamed of them. Mm. But, yeah. I but we gotta do something to help. We gotta do something. Now I don't. I truthfully. I don't know which one is the right way, be it, you know, bring, sending the watermelon truck or throwing the watermelon down. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that um, that it's important for, for those who reach back to the community to try and implement some type of change. The first thing we want to do is talk. The first thing we want to do is teach and say, you don't have to do this. There's another way. There's this, there's that, and the third. Um, we don't ever think about going to just listen, to hear their story, to hear what they've tried, to hear what they've been through, and then try to offer suggestions. So I think first and foremost, you have to be willing to listen. And yes, you did make it through whatever situation you've made it through, while it looks like they standing on the corner, you don't know the rest of the story. Um, so I think it's important to kind of understand, or if you don't understand it, to kind of get that story and then try to implement help and implement change. Um, because what worked for you is not going to work for everybody. But simply because you have the tools and the know-how and the resources, you may have someone who has lived this man's exact life that you can put him in contact with. So I think it's about being smart about how, how to use your tools. Um, and then not only that, you know, it, you got to say something that makes them want to hear you. You know, if you come talking to me about, you know, man, I, this, I, that, some people don't want to hear your stories of how you made it through the hood or, or you know, or, or how you maneuvered in the hood. You see what I'm saying? Like, like Pastor mm-hmm. said, you know, I said before, they want to hear your truth, you know, not the, not the, not the stories about, man, one night I did this, that, and the third. Nah, you know, they want to hear the, the deep, dark, cold truth. Um, because sometimes that's that's where they're at, and you gotta meet them where they are. See, that's just like my wife. You get on here and say something that makes sense. Just like my wife. But no, you're absolutely right. You got to, you got to go down and meet them. And, and sometimes you know you start a, start a conversation out with the listeners. That could be the start. Everybody want to lecture. Nobody want to listen. Exactly. So, sound like we got the first step. 
But for me, I ain't gonna lie. I'm still gonna listen via phone. I ain't going back there because I might not make it back. He'll make it back to got faith. He'll make it back, cause. <laughs> let me let me tell you a little story about that, and uh, and this is this is straight up truth. Um, you know, once. Once I got away, um, I say God delivered me, but truth is I ran. But uh, once I got away, I said I wasn't coming back, you know. Um, and years and years had passed. You know, I moved up to New York, met my met my queen, and, uh, you know, we got married. And, uh, you know, one of the first things that she said, she said, you know, why don't we go back to your hometown and, Purchase some land that's not very expensive, and I think that's probably the first time she heard me say some words that wasn't in the Bible and words that I can't say on Blog Talk Radio, you know. But in a nice way, I told her that's the last thing I'm going to do. And uh, within three years, believe it or not, I don't hear, and I'm talking to everybody that's you know listening tonight. I don't hear God's voice. Every second of every day, I don't hear God's voice. I mean, a, a lot. I just don't. And most of the time, it's just I get a feeling. I see him opening doors, and I go through them. But on this occasion, you know, I literally just saw God lining everything up to where the very thing I said I wasn't going to do, that's the very place that he sent me. He began to send me in areas close to my hometown, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's okay, but it's it's not there, and because I'm you know got the, got the name preacher, you get opportunities to speak in this place and that place, and then all of a sudden I get an invitation to speak um, to go back. I mean, right where I came from, and I stood up there, I did what I had to do, and this time I did hear the voice of God, and it let me know this is where you belong for this season. This is where you belong. So for for my brother to say, I ain't going back, man, I said that too. But I promise you, God put me right back in the midst of it. And I don't think it was, I call it punishment, but I really call it also preparation, you know, And uh, because it's humbled me. It's humbled me, it's, you know, because he put me right back in the midst of the people that I disappointed, that I hurt, that I couldn't stand, that hurt me. I buried some of them. I've, I've I've performed some of them's wedding ceremony. I've dedicated their babies back. I've led some of them to Christ. I pastor some of them right now. And to be honest with you, man, it's probably one of the highlights of of my life to be able to say that, you know, I was able to go back to where my mess was and you and 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 give them a message. Now I'm ready to go like yesterday. I'm ready to go right now. You know, I'm asking God, you know, what's what's up because. He's given me a ten year sentence and I've completed my ten years. I'm ready I'm ready to get out on good behavior or something. You know, something man, but so be be careful of saying what you won't do because he might send you right back just because, I mean, because some folk will believe if God can change that brother, God Almighty I know he can change me. You know, I got a one of my old classmates, well he didn't quite finished school. I say classmates. He didn't. Matter of fact, he quit in eighth grade, but he's still my classmate. 
but he comes to church every now and then. And, you know, I know he, I know he sells drugs. He knows he sells drugs. And, you know, I don't beat him over the head over. That's that's his thing. You know, like I told him, man, look, listen, when you get tired of play, that play life, come on over here and do the real thing. That ain't gonna last long. I, I'm able to talk real with him, but he comes to church. Now, if I wasn't there. I don't know that he would be coming to church at all, you know. And that's a start, y'all. That's all that I'm saying, you know. So, and I, again, I just said it to let my brother know, man, don't say that because I don't want to see you have to go back to Tampa or wherever that spot is, you know. <laughs> you know, but sometimes God will, <laughs> sometimes God will use, you know, somebody like you to go and change a place like that. Well. I see Mark. He already there. I see him in my place. He's a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right, but I'm, right, right. I see. I see resources. I know he's a good guy. Hey, don't send no, me. I, get, hey, look. Don't send me to your What's lines then. Now. I ain't going to your lines then. <laughs> I know that's right. That's yours. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's 
Yeah, I listen. Everybody's got their, like you said, everybody's got their Lions fans. Everybody's got their Tampa Bay. I, I just happen to be in my <laughs> right now as we speak. Right now as we speak. You hear me? Man, you don't even want oh, to I know. Do. But uh, it is what it is, you know, and um, it could be a, a whole lot worse. But, you know, that brings me back to what we started initially. We were talking about the um, definition of success. And for me, again, you know, I, there's another side I have to look at. But success for me is, is just my obedience to God. If I've obeyed God, I'm successful. If God told me to help somebody and I helped them, I'm successful. If he told me to go back to the hole in the wall that I was brought up in, I'm successful. You know, my obedience to God is my success. That That's what it is for me personally. When I obey God, then and only then am I successful because I know that I'm on the right path for my life. I know that I'm making a difference in the world. You know, I can't obey my emotions and my feelings, man, because they tell me to do other things. But when I obey God, I know then that I'm successful because I can share with others what I have, you know, whether that's my pain or, you know, gifts or trinkets or whatever, you know. Because for me personally, man, I'll take care of anything God gives me, but anything he gives me belongs to him. And so even with that Maybach, man, I still let uh, uh, Junebug get in the back of it because it ain't about that no more, man. It's really not. So um, that's my true definition of success, and that's just my obedience uh, to God. So if I can help make somebody else's life better through my obedience to God, then and only then am I successful. Listening to you, the two of you that grew up together, listening to this brother tell you in the, the bathroom, you know, man, you need to be at somebody's shop. Man, that man spoke life over you. And, uh, you know, look at what's happening now. And then sounds like he's doing quite well, I believe, in the IT business himself. You know, um, that's, that's awesome. Monica just tearing it up, doing her thing, you know. That's success, y'all. That's that's success, and what I love is that you took the time on a Thursday evening to get on this call and tell folk, listen, listen, you know, we want to be successful. We'll bring the watermelon back. We'll do whatever we got to do, but we're human. We got we got fears. We got questions. We got doubts, but, you know, we'll do what we can to put a plan together to try and help you get out the same way I got out, you know, but before you get me out, you got to help get me through and uh, we even talked about that. So um, it's been a good night, man. It really has. Man, I agree. I I, I can I couldn't have said it better, you know. Uh, and I'm not gonna try. I'm just gonna leave it at I agree. Wow. Yeah, I know. I it's first time for everything. <laughs> Listen, Pastor, you gotta you gotta realize man, that we don't know we don't know who we affect, we don't know who we reach, we don't know how far a whisper travels. Yeah. But all we all we do know is that for everything we ask for, we gotta give thanks. And it's the good, the bad or the indifferent. And I am very thankful for everything that I have gone through to make it so where I am, I think, I'm thankful for all the people who invested in yeah. me for right, me to be yeah. where I'm at this second. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. 
the second to come. Because mm-hmm. I know for a fact, without any of those, I wouldn't be here. If you change the slightest thing, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be where I'm at. Right. You know? right. right. So I do want to get on the mountaintop and yeah. Am I gonna get on the mountaintop of Tampa Bay or am I gonna get on the mountaintop of Stone Mountain? Either way it goes, I'm gonna yell because somebody need to hear it. Because somebody needs to know that you can do it as well. And not only mm-hmm. am I gonna tell you you can do it, but I'm gonna help you do it. I'm gonna reach back and I'm gonna show you. Not just with the resources, but with the knowledge. That's what we lack in it. Everybody wants to to put something out there, I want to give something, don't give me the fish. Teach me how to fish. Hey, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your buddy's name from from down the way? Is it Mark or Mark? Mark, Mark. Mark? Hey, Mark, let, Mark. Me, let, me, let, me tell you, let me tell you something. I don't think you saw it, you and Monica, but this brother just threw a shot at me and just kind of left me out there. He said, he want to yell it from the mountaintop, whether it's Tampa Bay or Stone Mountain. You know, now here okay. I am. I just told him I'm in the valley. He at the t- he at the mountaintop. Either way he go, and, yeah, and I'm in the valley like that. So that's that's all right. I, I'll yell from this valley. Hey man, and if you yell, listen, listen, bro. If you yell from the top, I from the bottom, I yell from the top. Somebody in the middle go hit. Somebody I don't need nobody in the middle. I, I need. Hey, I need you to throw a rope and get me up out of here, man. Okay, it may not reach from the top. It may not reach from the top. Mine only goes to the middle. The one in the middle is going to go from the middle to the bottom. See, that's what I'm Probably trying to tell you. It's all, it's going to help. It's going to help. I got going to help. I got you, brother. I got you. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. But it's all good, though, baby. Somebody, you know what? Uh, one thing I found out about the valley, man. This, the valley is actually a, the lowest point between two mountains. So the only way to go is up. That's how I look at it. So I'm coming up there with you, man. Stay up there a little longer. I'm on the way. No, it's wrong for you. It's wrong for you. And it's going to be wrong for my cousin. It's going to be wrong for all of them. I'm going to hold it down so y'all right, get here. I know that's right. Hold it down up there, fella. <laughs> hold it down up there. We're coming, man. Tell me, y'all got sunlight up there, right? Because it's always dark down here, man. Listen, man, we got everything y'all got down. We got everything y'all got down there, man. <laughs> we got everything. We got crime. We got bad credit. We got, we got people taking it till they make it. We got it all. I got you. I got you, man. I got you. Yes, sir. Nah, man, I'm glad I was a part of this tonight. I, I um, This was good. It's beneficial for me. It really was. It really was, man. That was, that was right on point. Yeah, for me too. Uh, I, you just yeah. you just don't realize, you know, you need you need to be refreshed, man. Like I tell you, man, every night we get on these calls, man, it's like a revival, bro. I mean, there's no there's no other way to yeah. put it because you you get refreshed to go back out here in the world, man, to to do the greater good, you know, and it, and it yeah. gives you the strength to go out and help the next, you know. That's right. Yeah. Every That's traveler right. get every traveler get tired, but if you get Refreshed along your travels, bro. You can make it a little further, and that's what oh, he yeah, calls no you. Doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just an update, Marlon, on that uh-huh. brother I was telling you about. I reached out him to the next. I reached out to him the next day. That was, that was on Wednesday. Um, I don't got his number. He just had to hit me on uh, Messenger on Facebook. 
So I reached out to him on Wednesday, and I just heard from him today, actually. Yeah, today. And um, I asked, well, when I reached out to him, I asked him, um, did he, uh, I asked him uh, about his credentials and what um, what's he looking to do in IT. And then he responded today. He was like, hey, thanks for, thanks for uh, responding back. He said, um, I, I have a job, and thank you again. I was like, okay. So well, there you go. He found a job. That, yeah. Well, see. Pastor, to give you the backstory, we were talking about how brothers don't reach back and help other brothers, just like you were right, talking okay. about. And somebody had reached out to him, and he was kind of reluctant to, to reach back because he'd been burned so many times. But right, right, right. Yeah. The conversation, he was like, you know what, now I'm going to go ahead and do it because that's my charge as a brother to help another brother. And he was yep. just giving us updates on what took place. So that's good. Oh, that's, that's, that's the best step. Yeah. That's the best step. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the first step. That's the best step. Just keep it your word. You know yes. that goes that goes so much further. And it's not only to to to, to your family, but beyond that, because truthfully, we all family, yeah. some way, shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. We all family. But I, see, like Pastor, mm-hmm. he, he don't that. know that he Pastor don't know that he met you at the wedding. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He was at the wedding. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> did, he have on some, did he have on some shoes that I like? Because I remember some shoes, man. <laughs> Probably did, knowing him. This brother had on, somebody had on a pair of shoes, man. They, they was jumping at me, man. I was like, you need to get them off his feet quick. I was hoping that brother would pass out, but he never did. So, okay. Uh, nah, he, he, out, he ain't the fan type. But, yeah, he was he was there. <laughs> and that's and that's how, that's how far we, like, that's like my brother, man. That's my brother. That's what's like. That's what's up, man. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. But I tell you this. So for him, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna say, if it wasn't for me calling in Tuesday night and having conversation with you, brother, I wouldn't have did that. So that was that was that was a positive. That I, I got a positive vibe. From this talk show, and wow. that changed my changed my whole way of thinking. And I was like, you know what? I, I got to do it, and I did it the next day. So it's wow. Let's 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 keep it going. Let's 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 keep talking. Let's keep uh, encouraging one another because somebody gonna hear it. I heard it, <laughs> and that's and hey, look what I did. So. Wow. Yeah, almost, yeah, you almost brought tears in my eyes, man. That's 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 what's up, man. We're gonna keep doing it. In yep. fact, just gonna just gonna give us a plug real quick. Uh, by the end of the week, we will be on iTunes, Google, oh, Spotify. You'll be able to find us everywhere because everybody needs to to hear us. You know what I mean? Feel free to call mm-hmm. in. The format is still gonna be the same. We still gonna speak mm-hmm. freely. And encouraging brothers, and I know that it's going to be uncomfortable for some people, but it need to be heard in order for that for that awakening to come. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you rough. It ain't my job to smooth it over for you. That's pastor's job. Pastor's job is to make y'all be able to digest it. I'm gonna give it to you blood raw and uncut. Mm-hmm. Period. But at the end of the day, our jobs 
our our mission is the same, and that is to better the community. Period. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sounds like a winner. Yep. Well, next two. Well, Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Let me do my thing now. So with that okay, being said, you, oh, oh. If, if, everybody heart, smile, clear? Cuz? I'm clear. Pastor? Yes, sir. And my wife, she signed off, so apparently she's uh, she's good. But I, I can't thank you brothers enough. My wife, she you know, I thank her from the depth of my heart. Uh, you brothers, y'all, y'all both mean the world to me, man. And it is no greater, no greater feeling than to have the both of you right here, you know, in in the same place with me at the same time. Because I know that the charge is going to go forward, and we're going to pay it forward, we're going to play it forward, and we're just going to keep it yeah. moving. So I thank both of y'all, and I love y'all dearly, man. Y'all just don't understand. I do. Um, but like I said, we will be back on Tuesday. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be back on Thursday, twice a week, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on Spotify. It is from the streets to the pulpit. Pastor, please do your thing. Lord, thank you so much for just real talk. Lord, it's not... Uh, rehearsed, it's not scripted, it's not none of this God, it's just what's in our heart, what's in our life what's you place in our spirit God to to be able to share nobody on this line God has ever claimed to be perfect matter of fact, we probably have more imperfections than anything but we have a call God and that's to bring awareness to all those that you know, uh, get online or call in or whatever and so, God, we know that there are a lot of blog talk, talk radio uh, programs. We know that there are a lot of lines and things of that nature, but we're just trying to do our reasonable service. And I pray that the ones that called in here tonight, that because of truth, they've been set free. I pray, God, that they didn't learn anything else tonight. They learned that, you know what, we all got a lion's den. And, you know, regardless to uh, what happens, you know, if we listen, there's some things we can avoid, but there are also some things we got to go through. Lord, help us to know, God, that as you deliver us from some places, help us to know that you delivered us so that we can be a blessing. You delivered us so that we can deliver other people. So, Lord, show us how to do it. For some, we're going to have to go back. For some, we're just going to have to reach back. For some, we're just going to have to send resources back. But whatever it takes, be it a phone call, an instant message, it doesn't matter what it is, God, but help us to always be mindful and conscious of where you brought us from. And, Lord, just as you were patient with us, help us to be patient with others. Help us, God, to never get satisfied uh, with our own success. Help us to always know that there's somebody else out there that we can definitely reach. And, God, help us to know also, God, that, you know what, to always want more but to never be greedy. Help us to always want the more that you have for us, but don't be greedy. In other words, help us to take it and to strengthen our brothers. Thank you for this line. Thank you, God, for this brother that you placed it in his spirit, he and his wife. Thank you for Brother Mark, God, that seems to always have some insight and revelation. And thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. 
But I don't ask forgiveness because I sucked up most of the time tonight because I learned so much. But God, please continue to bless all of us. Thank you again for this forum. Allow it to continue to grow. But more than anything, if it just reaches that one, that's enough. We love you, Lord. We honor you. Keep your hand on this uh, ministry, and we'll give your name the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That will conclude Amen. for the streets of the pulpit.